0: What's up y'all, Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with
1: Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know. How's it going tell the tough, James? Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Zero. I will
2: never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks.
0: Welcome to the dive bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, Episode One again. I'm at Ref Marsh. We are at WOTR, the show. With me today, the other half of the legendary tag-team podcasting duo of the world, run it. Right, Kevlar on the Rock's over here with me. What's up, Kevlar? What's up, man? How you
3: doing?
0: Nice. One of those yeah. kind of days? Yeah, it's going to be one of those days. Dude, I got this fart gun. Uh, one of Somebody in our chat let me know it came from Despicable Me. I had no idea.
1: That's I just right? thought,
0: yeah. <laughs> I thought it had to be Rick and Morty or something, but they said, no, definitely not. Yeah,
3: I could
0: have told you. You I mean, mean, you could have, but you didn't, is what I'm saying. Like, no one told me. I just thought I was found and gifted by the universe, this remarkable, (laughs) you know what I mean, this tool necessary for my show here, tax write-offable.
3: I can see, like, the indiana jones is on the pedestal
0: and you're putting yeah. over a bag of rocks exactly got it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the grail <laughs> and you should see it on thursdays when i reach over for it you can see the look in miss amanda jane's eyes as she sees me <laughs> reach over you see her start to go like oh god like you're a constant and then was it last week we were talking a bunch about toilet humor in general talking about tv 14 versus pg and what does that mean and we're having some butthead and all that stuff and at the end of it i hit the gun once and she goes i'm honestly shocked that you haven't been doing that the entire time i thought that was coming <laughs> much earlier <so.
2: laughs> you
0: gotta catch her off guard yeah yeah that's the, that's the trick of it is catching someone off guard you know you keep them guessing you don't want someone to see it coming because it won't land right Jeff, how are you doing, man? What's going on? What's in your glass? What are you drinking there? I'm drinking Stone Cold IPA. Ooh.
3: Dude, I was
0: so stoked when uh, we found out the American lager was local. Right before Mm -hmm. I left for California and then my birthday weekend in Phoenix, I went down there and bought, uh, like, 12 of the American lagers and loaded up a cooler and was like, all right, let's go. Like, I'm having these, like... It was awesome i love that lager i thought it was great it's amazing i will,
3: yeah the ipa is good i'm not a huge ipa fan yeah the ipa is good but the american lager was like oh crap
0: yeah it was awesome that, uh, my brother that now that should lives... the steve weiser oh exactly yeah dude 100 percent, dude and then uh um, my brother lives out in la and uh when i was out there seeing him too he took me to all the bars he knew of that carried it and we just had the same beer in all the bars and it was beer i had at home in the fridge but i didn't care I'm going to yeah. have stone cold beers. <laughs> I was like, what it's a lucky experience. thing. It's the experience. And how cool is it for our age demographic, you know, growing up with him, always having the beers and now being able to go to a bar and, and having a Steve Austin beer, like it's kind of wonderfully timed, you know, yes. especially because so if it came out real- right in the, in the art, when we were our, in our twenties, we we'd have drink till we were sick of them. You know what I mean? Like we would have, done horrible made horrible decisions yeah. on them yeah now we're responsibly we were catch
3: them you know, after that <laughs> trying to
0: catch them i was at one bar in new york uh and then we'll get to the wrestling stuff but i was at one bar in new york where if you tried every single beer they had on tap they would put your name on a wall and they would um baptize you where you had to shotgun a beer uh and they would dump a beer on you while they're do- while you're doing it and whatnot and oh, uh, nice. uh yeah and, and then you got like a shirt and so I did it it was actually my last night in New York I had the last one I go over there to do it they hand me the fucking beer I'm not good at shotgunning a beer I fucking grab it and then Steve Austin it and just fucking yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were pissed but I got my shirt my name on the wall did you walk out of the bar
3: with two fingers of blazing yep yep just like your son yeah. <laughs> see ya suckers see ya suckers yeah
0: yeah, one of my favorite moments watching your kid like two years old Vader walk his way out two fingers in the air see you, suckers and I was like what was that and you're like we've been trying to get him to stop
3: well he did it in school in his little yeah. preschool mom, yeah they told me a few times that they went and picked him up and he would like do that as school let out you Yeah, walk out two fingers in the air and see ya suckers so, yeah. got to watch out for that one.
0: Yeah. Good. Perfect. So uh, that, let, go a ahead.
3: random question. That that beer or the, uh, the place in New York, how many yeah. beers is it that you have to try?
0: It's a bunch. I don't remember. I want to say it's like 50 or something like that.
3: So we can do it in a weekend. That's you Yeah.
0: Yeah. We can knock it out pretty quick. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Here.
0: The only thing that sucked is there were so many beers that just you, you knew you weren't going to like. Just because it's yeah. like you can only like certain – I mean, very few people love every kind of beer. So there's always going to be someone who's got to suffer through like eight or nine beers that are just not their style, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I see.
3: remember one time we went to – me and a buddy went to a yard house yeah, before a Coyotes game. And we sat down at the bar, ordered a drink, and behind the – I noticed behind the taps but they just had numbers because, you know, the bar is like, circular. Yeah. And I asked the bartender, I was like, do you guys just tell them, you know, change keg 12 or whatever? And they say, yeah, because it's too hard to say, hey, change the Miller Lite. you yeah. They have to go in there and find it and whatnot.
2: Yeah. So then
3: I just started ordering numbers. And the bartender oh, yeah. loved it. Oh, beer roulette. And I was pissed yeah. when I landed on Coors Light one of the times.
0: Yeah, well, not a bad beer.
3: I mean, it wasn't <laughs> terrible, but I should have got a mulligan on it. Like, you yeah. sure it's Coors Light. So I was trying all sorts of you know, Crazy craft stuff. beers and, yeah, mm-hmm. IPAs, sours, porters, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Loved it, mm-hmm. and then Coors Light comes <laughs> <laughs>
0: to ruin the day. Not
3: that I, yeah, not that I just like Coors Light, but yeah. just not in that
0: moment. Uh, I'm having a little bit of bowl of bourbon on the rocks, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna have a pretty good time. We may or may not get any shakes in the house. Uh, he is a bit of our wild card, so. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let me hear a little bit of news. Uh, uh, producer lady brought this up to me at SummerSlam. Valentino Khan, the DJ who was uh, DJing last SummerSlam. Uh, we'll be back and he'll do it again. Uh, I don't remember. I was there. I don't remember him. So um, I'm sure he's great. Probably a li- uh, Well, I guess he can't be Vegas local if he's in Nashville. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably fine. I think it's, I don't know. I didn't catch him at all. I don't. But he's bad. I didn't
3: catch it either. Yeah.
0: Must have gone cool. well. People must have liked yeah. it. If you caught it, you probably loved it.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for him. I wish I could do that.
0: Yeah. Get paid
3: to attend SummerSlam? That's
0: a good point. That's a great point. Uh, let's see. I am going to pull up real quick Seth Rollins. Had a, he put he put up a post I thought we'd be worth, it'd be worth talking about because I thought it was a pretty interesting uh, and neat uh, glimpse into the dude. Um, he tweeted out uh, – Well, I don't know if it was a tweet so much. I think it was an Instagram post, a picture of himself, and then this underneath it. It said, hello, fine folks. I love interacting with my fans. You guys are the best. Your continued support of me and Black and Brave Wrestling Enterprise is what keeps our collective heart beating strong. Today, a couple of young cats saw my wife and me training in the back of the brick and mortar and stopped by to say Hello. Unfortunately, I was right in the middle of a long workout. I was very harsh and abrupt in my candor. For that, I apologize. There's no excuse for that. And then he does say that if either you folks who who I was short with today are reading this, please come back another time. I'd love to apologize in person. That open invite is all-inclusive too. Feel free to pop by the school. If I happen to be there, please just be conscious of what's going on around you. Don't be deterred if I'm teaching a class or deep in the sweat game. It may take a few extra minutes, but I promise I'm down to take a pick or have a quick chat. Uh, in closing, thank you again for all you've done, uh, all all of you who've had our backs over the years. Here's to many more. Our door is always open during business hours, so come on by. Um, Yeah, it's just
2: Go
3: ahead. It just, He's just an asshole. That's all there is to it. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs>
0: we've talked no, about that I mean, before how sometimes you meet someone in their little abrupt and your first thought is did i catch him at an off day because a lot of times people put out stuff and they go this person's just an asshole and you go or or they yeah. weren't nice one time like,
3: or you try to get their autograph while they're taking a shit in the bathroom. yeah you know yeah i mean i've heard i've met a few people that i've heard stories with that oh this guy's an asshole this and that but fuck. and then i've met him and Totally cool, totally cordial, you know, and you know, people have off date. They do.
2: Yeah. Everyone does. Yeah.
3: And, you know, so I think it's, you know, definitely a class act, upset to, you know, go out there and say, Hey, you know, sorry for being like this, that's not who I am. You know, we love you, come back. I hope there's like a follow up like, Hey, we found them. They're here, yeah. you know. Kind of like the crying
2: CM Punk fan.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's something, too, because of the amount of times that somebody may have snapped at a fan and never said anything about it and thought, yeah, well, fuck it. You know, sometimes I had an off day. That's just that one fan Mm -hmm. for him to go out of his way to publicly alert the millions of followers Mm -hmm. of him and Becky and of brave millions, the millions. Yeah, the to alert them that he was rude to two people. You know what I mean? Like he could have kept that to himself. Yeah. But he was like, no, yeah. I I was an asshole to these two people and I really want the world to know I was and feel bad about it and I want them to come back. I'd rather alert the entire world than not have those two people know that I feel bad about it. I mean, because those are his mm-hmm. options. Keep it to himself yeah. or tell literally everybody, you know? Yeah. And he went with that. He'd rather tell everybody than have those two people mm-hmm. not realize that he felt bad.
3: Yeah. And then I just like the, in his statement, he kind of was- also says, you know, stay in your lane, guys.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
3: in the middle of a workout. Don't, you know, yeah. come on and give me a hug or whatever.
0: Yeah, give me but, a couple minutes. You yeah. Know, let's, let's work together on this because I'd really like to. I'd like to give you that moment, and I know you really want that moment. You know? Yeah. That said, I'll give you the moment when I can. Mm-hmm. Don't try to take the moment, you know? Yeah. Which I think is important. Like a lot of people don't realize that about celebrity. They just see him and think, "This is my moment. This is it." But if you're patient and you wait for, and you I mean, if you bump into him, yeah, that's your moment, right? But don't you don't need to bum rush him. If you're patient and you play it right, you could have that moment plus maybe a couple extra seconds, you know? Yeah. And then it's pleasant on both sides. Uh, we actually went and saw uh, Fluffy Gabriel Glacius, this past weekend, and. Um, during the show, he had mentioned it was his birthday, and he was going to be at the casino that was next door. He said, "Come on by, I'm going to be drinking. Come over, like I'm telling you guys, come get pictures and autographs. I'm going to be there." So mm-hmm. we go over there, and at first, producer lady was all like, "I don't know, It feels kind of like we're stalking." And I was like, "Except for he told everyone to come over." <laughs> like, yeah,
3: he invited us. <laughs> he
0: invited everyone, and he didn't do that yeah. thinking that no one would. He did it knowing people would. And I think part he of it is wanted he wants to, have to, to a give good people both. I, and that's what I said. I was like, I think part of it is that he truly, truly loves this and he truly, truly loves interacting with his fans. So this was his night to do that. You know, Hey, I'm going to go and perform for these people. Then I'm going to go have them show up here. He did wait like an hour and a half before going to the casino. Like he waited it out. Cause he wanted, I think a smaller crowd for one. Cause at first it was funny to watch the whole place, just like funnels to the casino. We're laughing about it. We're like, man, he's giving them so much business right now. They probably don't care what anybody's doing. Cause you know what I mean? Like, that, that casino—if they could have paid him to come out and do that, you know—and they yeah. make their money back. Like, uh, but it was like an hour I mean, and a half, yeah. and uh,
3: I'm sure it was like a like Black Friday, like people running around the casino
0: Oh yeah. to find him. You can see he was people. Here.
3: Where's yeah.
2: he
0: at? <laughs> yeah, and then right about an hour and a half uh, in, we had had a drink, and we were like, you know what? He might be really slow playing it. He might have snuck in the back. He might not have been serious about it. You know, it is what it is sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Maybe he was just trying to get them some business. As we're walking out, I'm all like, watch us bump into him out here. And then we see this little golf cart coming towards us. And I was like, I bet you he's in that golf cart. And we look over there, and there he was. And we waved and said something to him. We watched where the golf cart went and went over to the other building, the high roller one. And I was like, that makes sense. So we went over there. We just went over there. So fuck it, let's go. He said to go. And uh, he had like a proper line. He was giving everyone their moments, and he had it set up right. And, yeah, we got to go up, have a picture. We got to get a signed. He signed our pop and everything. And yeah just in time in the chest go ahead
3: did you wear a wrestling shirt uh
0: no i thought about it but we asked him about wrestlemania producer lady said are you going to be at wrestlemania and he looks and shakes his head and she goes but are you going to be in wrestlemania like we're going to get you in ring and he stopped and looked back back and forth and said how much do you know so good dude not really (laughs) yeah uh, just in Time does say, Gabriel Glaces literally said during one of his specials, don't be afraid to approach him if you see him in public. He said it a few times. But
3: at the same time, yeah. sometimes
0: people say that to because they want to look good. Not everyone means what they say. It's sometimes, they, sometimes it's PR, yeah. Uh, like one thing that happened, and I thought it was interesting uh, and a tough night for security, is they told us at the door, absolutely no photos or videos of anything at all. Fluffy doesn't want that. Right, And then right before he comes on, the person MCs says, before he comes out, I'm going to get this out of the way so he doesn't have to be the bad guy. Absolutely none. No photos, no anything. No one's going to ask you. They're just going to remove you. Security's not going to give you a warning. They're just going to tell you to leave. And as Fluffy's doing a thing, some dude snaps a picture and security says, you, you're out. And then while on stage, Fluffy's all like, no, don't do that. That's not cool. He's like, don't throw him out. Get him, get him back. Bring him back. Like, why would you do that? He goes, the guy's just taking a picture. And it's like, that's a tough spot for security because clearly – clearly you know the it was put in place by him probably because he's working on material but at the same time he knew that he was done with that bit so it was just a tough spot um, but like I said you just never know if somebody's trying to be PR or, or not right yeah uh, but he was legit he was legit he gave everybody time signed stuff took pictures it was great it was a good time so
2: nice
0: taking a lot of a lot of side quests as they say today yeah <laughs> I
3: was ready for last
0: call already. Yeah, I'm ready for last call. Let's do it. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was notable and really cool of Seth to do that. So, uh, yeah, that and, then, cool. and then real quick, uh, this happened just yesterday too. Cynthia Heenan, the wife of uh, of the great and late Bobby Heenan, passed away. So uh, tears in our beers uh, to Mrs. Cynthia Heenan. Yes. And if you're one who believes in the afterlife, then then they're together, right? Um, yeah. and then the only other thing, uh, something you told me to go out of my way to see, and so I did <laughs> Ric Flair. Ric Flair's last match has been announced. It's going to be Andrade El Idolo and Ric Flair in a tag match against Jay Lethal and uh, Jeff Jarrett with Jarrett's wife in their corner. So Karen Jarrett, I believe. Uh, and then they did a whole segment. They did this whole segment with Jay Lethal and Ric Flair kind of yelling at each other in the parking lot. And then Jeff Jarrett gets involved. They say fuck you as many times as they could possibly fit into five minutes. A uh, ton of bleeping. Ric Flair cuts himself and bleeds. Like, I think everyone's doing a good job with what they're told to do. I don't think any of this has made me change my mind on my lack of desire to see this, this play through. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat>
3: yeah. It's it's cringeworthy, to say the least. Like, I think all the pieces, you know, J Lethal, Double J, Flair. you know, like you said, they're they're doing what they're told, and they're doing it well. No one's, yeah. you know No one's dropping the ball here And to watch it It's it's whatever until you Realize And it sinks in once again That he's, what, 77? Yes And then you're like, then you start thinking Of the, you know His medical condition And stuff like that, and then you're like Fuck Like, what are we
0: doing here? Yeah and, I mean, kind of like you brought up, too, when you were mentioning it, like, he couldn't even do one promo without cutting himself at this point. Like, how how desperately do we need to see an old man cut himself for our entertainment? You know what I mean? Is this really bringing something to the match? And the amount of times in that segment, in their little video package they put together that was like a commercial for it, that was a two-minute one, the amount of times they were stressing, this is real. This time, this is real. Like... Mm -hmm. They were really trying to stress that, like, you're seeing a ton of fake shit. This is real. Because now you're going to see an old man come. Like, I just, like... Yeah. I don't know. It felt, like, really forced and and unfortunate. I think they're all doing... Like I said, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal are actually doing really awesome with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the the implementation of Ric Flair, and I know it's Ric Flair's last match, so there's No. no... there's no storyline that's not Ric Flair for Ric Flair's last match. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff I just don't don't need and not interested in. Like, yeah. Like it
3: are you so you don't plan on watching?
0: I I don't think I am. No, because at this yeah, point, I'm also, it's, well, I mean, even at this point, it's even less of a match, right? Like,
2: yeah,
0: it's a tag. So, yeah.
3: see, this is like I'm going back because you know, if you know, not if this better be his last match, yes, like you know, because I things online where people kept saying, No, his last match for me will always be him versus Sean. And yes, you know, yes, great match, loved it, you know. Loved everything about it. And it's one of those things where, like, when people are sick and, you know, dying or, you know, have cancer or whatever, and they're just a frail, like, version of themselves, Mm -hmm. a lot of times they don't want people to see them one last time because it's, hey, I don't want you to remember me like that. Your last time seeing me, you know, remember me how I was of thing so it's like you know do we watch the last match and say okay i saw rick flair's last match you know when he's just you know this old man and a shell of himself or do i just keep the uh, sean michaels memory in there and this is how i'll remember rick flair's last
0: match. Flair's even said a bunch of times he regrets doing the tna run that he wished his last match was against sean that afterwards showing up in TNA and doing matches he he's regretted for his own career. So at this point for him to go back and even saying in the press conference I won't be as good as 89 but I'll be as good as 2009. You know what I mean like I'll be better than 2000 like I mean fuck dude that was the that was the run nobody wanted the 2009 yeah. nine, yeah. you know. First uh,
3: 13 years
0: ago. Yeah. Justin Time says, I'm so concerned about everything going on with Ric Flair and I'm not even that big of a Flair fan. Scary thing is I believe I heard he's going to do, uh, go on some sort of final match tour after this. Please please know. And Conrad has said that he told Flair that he wouldn't promote or do this match or help him with it if he didn't swear to him it would be his last match. I think part of that is also the marketing of it. You're marketing last match. They're t- making a ton of merch revolving around the last match. The last match uh, toy, last match robe, all that stuff is like they're monetizing the fact it's his last match. So I think part of it is that if Conrad's going to do all that and then it's not his last match, Conrad looks like a dick, you know, which maybe he doesn't care about. Maybe Flair doesn't care about. I don't know. I hope it Mm. is his last because I hoped that his last was years ago already. Like, I don't... Mm. I mean, I guess I don't even know if I hope it's his last. I think I'm just beyond caring what he's up to he's already become that shell of Ah. himself and even the whole like trust me it's real this time this time it's real in the press conference right before that he said that he was going to put on the best match he could he goes it depends on how much I get to practice with Jay Lethal well fuck now you want to cut to the parking lot where it's a real vendetta Mm -hmm. you want to post all these pictures of you training and practicing with him
3: well fuck you can't back it up now
0: yeah I don't know I'm just yeah and then obviously
3: knows. yeah then obviously like once again going back and forth on whether I want to watch it like yeah if he does die in the ring like everyone's nervous and scared about it's like fuck do I want to
0: watch that yeah yeah it, the movie The Wrestler is a is a tragedy yeah it's not a didn't have a happy that? ending
3: like you, you just
0: yeah. know we did. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine watching that
3: live, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck.
0: Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy, dude. I don't
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know, I man. I, like, I hope for the best for all of them, and obviously, we're not doctors. We don't know what's going to be best for them, but yeah, it's...
3: Yeah. Well, when, you know, we talked about it earlier. Like, you know, when people, you know, hit a certain age, you know, they say that they're pretty... They're ready to die. They're ready to, you know, go on to the next thing or whatever. And, you know, if he does die in the ring, like, it's probably what he would prefer.
0: Yeah. That's also scary, too. Because just because yeah. it's what you prefer doesn't mean it's what we want to watch. Yeah. Because yeah, then that that's also gets one. away from the idea of it all, right? Because the whole idea is to, to entertain the crowd, right? We want to be out there and entertain the people. And then you go, you know what will really get them going? <laughs>
3: It's like, what? Wow. Right There's yeah, somebody literally go
0: out on their shield. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, they're doing it. It's going to be July 31st, if you are interested in it. Um, Jeff Jarrett's going to be doing that, and he's also going to be doing uh, guest refereeing at, at SummerSlam. And we'll talk about that in just a bit, I suppose. But busy well, we'll weekend if you're Jarrett. Yeah, we can talk about it now.
3: Perfect
0: segue. Sure, yeah. Yeah, SmackDown Happened. Jeff Jarrett at the end of the show, and then we'll double back towards the beginning of the show, was announced as the special guest referee for the Usos versus the Street Profits because apparently, from what I could gather from this storyline, Jeff Jarrett is a more skilled and tenured referee than <laughs> Charles Robinson. Well,
3: Jeff Jarrett can take a
2: bump.
0: True. It's not that Charles Robinson hasn't taken a hundred bumps, but he's never toughened up his chin. He goes down. Glass jaw Robinson <laughs> <laughs> does not take he's much to him wipe him out.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, I think it's cool that they they're having a guest referee. Yes. Um. Once again, Jeff Jarrett. I don't know. Why that's the logical choice outside of Tennessee, and you know because he's the closest thing to country music they have. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can think
0: of. He's a country music legend. Yeah. Spend my but... days working hard on the go. <laughs>
2: that's
0: a good point. But
3: the other thing, like I didn't like how they they were teasing
2: a special guest referee. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: They said, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then Adam Pierce comes out there and says, oh, since both of you are complaining, we're going to have a special guest referee.
2: Like, if That's they weren't so teasing
3: yeah. to that spot and then he said it, it would have been so fluid and natural. Like, oh, shit, yes. cool. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. But and, they kept you know, saying all. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's it's like they want, like, don't turn off the TV yet. Don't change the channel. You know, we're watching the Street Profits and the Usos. I know we've had our Christmas criticisms of the street profits in the past but like it's still the main event we're watching till the end
1: like yeah. don't
3: tease us that beforehand and then say well since both of you guys are complaining we're going to have a special guest
2: referee
0: yeah it it made the ending and it made that match come off so phony because yeah. they've been saying for like 2 weeks we're going to have a special guest referee we're going to have a special guest referee Sammy Zayn saying, I think maybe I should special a guest referee. And I thought Sammy Zayn did an awesome job on commentary, like pointing out little things like, I don't know about the ref there on that. You know, Uh, but for them to then have Adam Pierce come out, like it was his bright idea right now. Oh, Mm -hmm. wait a second. Because of this particular scenario we have found ourselves in at the end of the show where we've been teasing, we'll be telling you the special guest referee at the end. I think I'll bring in a special guest referee. Here's a video package we made before. And it's like,
3: yeah.
0: I just wish that the match didn't end the way that it did, and that was Adam Pearce's thought. Like, the way he was presenting it. You know what I mean? Just because, like, yeah, realistically, he could have just come out and said, this is exactly why we need a special guest referee Mm -hmm. and why I've established it's going to be this guy. But they didn't. You know what I mean? Like, they did it, like, as though it was his idea now. And I was like, fuck. You know, and you know the other thing I
3: just didn't like about it? Mm-hmm. Is I'm pretty sure they showed the same exact video package as, of his Hall of Fame induction.
0: It was pretty close, yeah.
3: I think I think without the the headlines, oh Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> class of whatever it was, 2019 or whatever. Like it was like literally the same exact package. Like was, I'm willing to bet.
0: It was pretty close, for sure, for sure.
3: <laughs> So, it, like, if they would have said, you know, like, just changed it a bit. You know, yeah. oh, Nashville, be ready. It's going to be, you know, whatever.
2: But, I don't
0: know. If they would even added other moments where he had refed, like, they never explained why it'd have to be him. Uh, coming yeah. in, though, joining us at the dive bar, we do have wild card Shakes Montana coming through. What's up, Shakes?
1: What's up, Shakes? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Sorry about um. last week, man. It's, it was crazy last week. <laughs> it's it good, was man. crazy. <laughs> it's all good. It's crazy. Uh,
0: we're talking about the addition of Jeff Jarrett. Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I was listening a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of confused me too. I was like, "What is that all about? Um, is, is he going to the Hall of Fame or something? Or is they doing something like that? What are they doing?" Like, what... he's
0: already in the Hall of Fame.
1: So, what is the what is the point of this? I, I said yeah, that there's, sure.
3: their only correlation is that's the closest to country music.
1: since it's in
0: Nashville. Yeah, it's close closest they got to the country music. Oh,
1: okay, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I kind of get, <laughs> yeah, get it now, all right. Nashville, theme, okay, okay. all right. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett, awesome. Yeah, that's my guess. That's, no, it's the best guess. Yeah. yeah, that's the best explanation I could come up with uh, that I heard. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, Justin Times says they literally made the refs so incompetent just to justify needing a special guest ref. It should have been a better stipulation than that. And I'd even I'd even flip that on his head just a little bit and say that that you also don't need to make the refs look incompetent to justify needing a special guest ref. And they'd already announced a special guest ref before making the refs look incompetent. So they did it backwards. Like you can also just make the refs look physically weak, like you said. It's not that Jeff's more tenured than Charles Robinson because that's kind of what it looked like. It's that Jarrett can take a punch. If you had Charles Robinson this week, get knocked down and not do a bad count. Like, it just no count at all. Just stay down and another ref comes out and gets knocked down and also misses the count. And then they just say, what the fuck is this? And then Adam Pearce just comes out and says, okay, forget this. This match is a no contest. None of you win, right? But clearly, you guys are getting too physical, too heated. We need someone in there that's not gonna, is not gonna be knocked down and be out. We need someone out there with a little bit of oomph. Someone out there you don't want to piss off.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and then you bring what, out. Yeah. What don't are piss the much. odds? Go ahead. Yeah.
3: What are the odds that Double J has a ref striped guitar?
0: Ooh, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, and a ref but cowboy have hat. To
1: use it. You have to use it and hit somebody over it like you used to. It has to. Has to be that if you do something. Well, that's like that. that's, that's true. the Sami
3: Zayn spot when he tries to yeah.
1: interfere.
0: I was about to say that you have Sami Zayn try to interfere. You have Jeff Jarrett lay out Sami Zayn, and then
1: wow, with, with the ref strike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs>
0: yeah. And then you actually get a Jeff Jarrett Sami Zayn match potentially, you know, on on an upcoming SmackDown just for the fun of it, just so you could have one. Just because why not? Because why the fuck not?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I would love to see a Jarrett Sami Zayn match, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah,
0: because Jeff Jarrett's sell not it. like he's not Sammy not doing Zayn anything. Can sell it. Yeah. Same thing until like motherfucker. Jarrett's been been on the indie still. Jarrett's going to be hot off the heels of Ric Flair's last match. He's ready to wrestle, man. I I
1: think for so.
0: yeah, I'm in <laughs> He had uh, he had a number of matches in GCW. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett some the of rumble. the best shape of his life.
1: Like, yeah. he was. 2019, was he was in the rumble. Chris Jarrett, all right. What'd you just say? say so he can't look more worse than Chris Jericho <laughs> <doing right.
0: laughs> that's true cannot look worse than Jer- Jericho out there so yeah well that was my thoughts about the main event and stuff you want to circle back and talk about the beginning or is there anything else you guys want to talk about with Jeff Jarrett the Uso Street Profits
3: uh, the only thing I will say is I thought it was cool the way Sami Zayn went out there and talked and then Uso was, kind of, was mm-hmm. like yeah we got his bag."
0: That was cool, but also a little weird. But I also liked that, uh, that, uh, that Theory was really selling how badass the Usos were. Because he was, like, kind of telling Sami Zayn, what are you going to do about What are you going to do? And then the Usos music plays, and he immediately kind of, like, laughs, then looks pissed, and then looks like he's just got to get the hell out of there. Like, he didn't want – it wasn't like a, I could beat these guys. It was like, fuck, I'm going to get my ass kicked. You know what I mean? Like, I got to get out of here. Like, he made the Usos look like a threat. Which I thought was great because a lot of times with the singles stars, they don't let the the tag stars look like massive threats to a singles competitor, and they should. But
3: I mean, they're double double champs, they're champ champs. Yeah. And it's two and a half against one at that point.
0: Yeah. And then if, exactly. you count, if you count,
3: you Madcap. It's three and a half versus
0: one. Yes, which I'm saying I like because. Yeah. A uh, lot of times they have like a guy like Theory stand up to them or get in their face and then walk away, and you're all like. Man, the way he cowered to them and, like, left the arena in a different way. Madcap catches up to him even. I thought it was sick, dude. Maybe Usos look like badasses. Oh, yeah. And the honorary oos, Sami Zayn, getting that backup he deserves. Because he the ones. The
3: Canadian Us.
0: Yup, Canadian Us. Uh, just in time to say, I got to admit, Jarrett versus Zayn sounds pretty fun. I'm telling you, it would be a fun match. Book it. Book it. Brucey, is in this thing. Thank is Solid.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, well,
0: let's work backwards maybe through the show. Madcap Moss in theory, dude. Yeah. Good match, no complaints. I,
3: it was one of those matches where you're, once again, it's like, hey, this is going to be the future.
0: Yeah.
2: I
3: just want Madcap to change the name. Just go by Moss.
1: More madcap, you know.
0: What about Riddy I'm Moe? I'm glad
1: you said that. What was that?
0: O- what, about, what about Riddy Moe? I'm okay if he goes
3: back to Riddy. Riddy Moe sounds like ice ice
0: Yes, yes. Shakes, what were you gonna say about his name? Do you like Riddy Moe or no?
1: No, come
0: on, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs>
1: But I, I like what uh Kev said. Um, yeah, this was um about the future. Mm-hmm. So I like that and this was a glimpse of something that maybe main main events in uh WrestleMania's in the future years uh, down the line. It could. But um I would say is I remember coming when we when I first came on to the show and um I wasn't a big fan of the Jokes, right? Yeah. And I said, "Look, man, he's impressive. If yeah. he can cut that bullcrap shit out, right? Yeah. He did. He got rid of the suspenders, everything that I said. I ain't like scrap that. It kind of did that, and um, it's it's paying dividends for him. It's paying it's dividends for him. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah."
0: We were saying that too uh, as early as episode one, I believe, where we were saying that this version, this previous version of Mad Cat Moss wasn't going to be his final form. It was going to set him up for whatever was next. Next was going to be badass. Yeah, that. uh-huh. And that's what we got, badass Riddy Mo, as we call him. <laughs>
2: no. uh- we do oh, not you, call you him badass. You going to with that name, huh? <laughs> you ain't letting that one go. <laughs>
3: He's uh,
0: going to come out with mo shirts next week. Yeah, I'll make a Mo shirt. Mo money, Mo problems is what I'll put.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but what I was impressed with in this was the pure power from Madcap here. Like, there's a number of times where it was just like, you don't worry about it, Theory. I'll get you there. You know what I mean? And he was just slamming him on his back, putting him where he needed to go. Even so much so that there was a spot that, for whatever reason, they missed. And Theory lands, like, sideways on on Moss, who grabs him by one leg and hoists him back into position. Mm Mm-hmm. It was incredible. As, I mean, so much so that like Michael Cole started freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, the pure athleticism. But when I was watching it, I I, I was in, in my own house alone. was we just went like, oh, my God, Like that was incredible. And then they didn't even replay that bit. There he played the bit after. But it was like that save was amazing. Yeah. His fucking power. So, yeah, I ended up coming out of this really impressed by both dudes and just the absolute force that's going to be reedy Mo.
3: No. No more Rudymo.
0: Did you guys notice that catch?
3: Where you grabbed him by the leg and just hoisted him up? Yep. Yeah. No, that was that was amazing. You could tell it was a bit of a missed spot and botch. And he's like, Nope. You know. Pulled him back yeah, up. Yeah, I know what
1: you tell. And yeah, it was it was amazing. It was I do but, have strength I don't know It just seemed to me like Trying to do too much And trying to impress But he recovered So
0: Yeah Unless I mean that recovery For whatever reason They were trying to do too much And it was about to fall apart And his recovery was Yeah 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 I'll just power you up Man don't worry about it Like Jesus right, That guy's right. strong Let's see, we talk about the same stuff. Justin Times says, Moss has done some pretty good work since getting away from Corbin and not being a goof anymore. Just want him to lose the madcap and go back to Riddick. I don't know yeah. Justin's problem with Riddy Moe, well, I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of offensive. <laughs> i don't not going to let like
1: that go, folks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, let's see. As we work backwards as well, the McIntyre stuff... With uh, Sheamus, Sheamus, Butch, and and I keep on say Riddle. That's not his name.
3: Yeah.
0: Just fucking drawing myself I, uh... Why am I fucking? <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: bad.
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> What's the dude's fucking name, dude? Oh, uh God, dog, no, y'all made me forget. <laughs> yeah, what's going
0: on? What's that guy's name? You got Butch, you got Seamus, Ridge Holland. There
3: you, Ridge, there you go.
0: Yeah. So we had I Drew I would versus say Ridge. Bruiser. Yeah. Bruiser.
1: Yeah. Ridgey Ho. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you get Ridgey Ho I mean, versus Drew McIntyre. They just go all in on that. I'm okay. It's
3: a good point. I'm okay with Ridgey
0: Yeah,
2: that'll
0: work. <laughs> and then what would Butch be? Just stay as Butch. Yep. <laughs> Butch. Uh, I mean, the match was good, but I'm kind of like, I know the story here is that we're getting to Drew versus Sheamus, but I feel like I've had enough Drew versus Sheamus. Not that they don't. Beat the shit out of each other and don't do a good job. There's only a certain level of excitement, especially when it comes to I don't understand why I don't I don't I guess I don't understand Drew McIntyre's booking since losing the title, especially given he was in that triple threat against the the Bloodline, and then just kind of goes back into this hole of mid card and he's feuding against a tag team. Like I don't. I just don't understand what we're doing or why I should care too much about it. I think I keep seeing stuff like this from Drew, and I just keep thinking, "Well, in a few months, he'll be doing something cool." I'm sure, you know.
3: Was well, oh. See, I think the thing with Sheamus and Drew is that their excuse me their matches are too are spaced too close together. Yeah. Or at least it feels that way. You know, it feels a lot like, was it Brock and Roman? Where it felt like every pay-per-view was Brock and Roman like a year ago or two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago maybe. But, yeah, I mean,
0: Or even Seth and Brock started it, feeling like inco- it was happening a lot.
3: Yeah. But I mean, at I least just, those yeah, were like I top mean, of the
0: card. This is like mid-card over and over. Yeah.
3: Listen, the whole thing that I don't like is that it's building up to Clash at the Castle yeah. or whatever it's called. And he already said that he's going to go for the title there. Yeah. Watered it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's not... I'm not trying to disparage Drew or Sheamus because I do think those dudes put on banger matches together.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know? And yeah. I do think that they come off especially violent against each other because of their history and I think that that's fantastic. And I think that they're doing a good job with the story specifically, but I'm having a really hard time finding myself be invested in it. Outside of just yeah. thinking those dudes are probably gonna beat the shit out of each other. It's not one where I'm like, I can't wait. It's one where it's like, oh yeah, I guess whenever they say it's happening I'll probably watch it, I guess. You know?
1: My assumption? Yeah. <laughs> My assumption People are. You can't be repetitive in this world. Yeah. Like, and especially in this time today, like people want to see what's new, something that's all. Like, give me an all moment. What's the viral moment? Give me yeah. something that's out the realm. You keep on showing the same old thing over and over and over again. The people gonna get tuned out. You have to come up with something new mcintyre and sheamus as a team as a team will be something new yes they did it before but no i'm talking about running through the whole wwe ramshaw just beating people as like the um like kanan undertaker like like that type of thing yes that's something new something fresh. We have not seen. That's what they need to do. That's my assumption.
3: And see, I, I agree with that 100%. I've been saying Sheamus and Drew need to be a tag team. Drew needs to be, or not even a tag team, just Drew needs to be a part of the Bruising mm-hmm. Roots or whatever they're called. They need to. And they, but the thing is about, the only thing about the, something new that I will argue about is how many times have we seen Sami Zayn and KO go head to head. Right. And the only difference is is we care about it or we're enjoying it. Yeah. I think the storyline and the buildup to that between, you know, Sheamus and Drew is just not there like it is with Sami and KO.
2: That's
0: true. Uh, Justin Time says the SummerSlam match is just going to be them beating each other up for the enjoyment of watching them beat themselves up. It's obvious Drew is winning and going to Clash of the Castle. What if they fuck around and make it a triple threat at Clash of the Castle and Roman stacks Drew and Sheamus like he did Edge and Daniel Bryan? So they can re release the Stack Him and Smash Him shirt. Is my
1: background loud? Did y'all hear something in my background?
0: No? What are you doing back there?
1: No, no, no. The TV was kind of loud up oh, there, oh, man, yeah. and I didn't want it to be in your background, that's all. <laughs> I was about to say, hey, mama! Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Turn down your stories! <laughs> yeah. uh, but, I mean, a triple threat at Clash of the Castle would be alright. I think it'd
3: be cool. But how, how do you get there?
0: Also, how do you get there without fucking it up knowing the Clash is happening after SummerSlam? Because we already have... We're doing Brock and Roman at uh, SummerSlam and we have theory going around saying he's going to insert money in the bank. You know?
3: I got a new theory on that. Go ahead. No pun intended. Well, I was just going to say with the whole thing with... Because I kept saying, how are you going to you know, have Theory look like a legitimate threat while having a US title match against Bobby earlier in the night
2: mm-hmm.
3: while also trying to cash in. And I think there's gonna be an injury to Theory. So he can't just oh. I think during the Bobby match, Bobby wins but Theory gets hurt somehow.
0: Mm. That would work out but, pretty good. Like,
3: I mean, that's what I want, because I don't want the whole build-up like, you know, oh,
0: SummerSlam, SummerSlam,
3: after the last main standing match, and then if that
1: happens, and then that's the end of the night, I'm going to feel so on Yeah, no, I and I kind of agree, because it takes away from, okay, like, look, we all know, and you, I mean, people are not that dumb. I mean, I definitely met some dumb people, but people are not dumb that you can sit there and and actually have that light like that point. you have to um... my bad I lost the train of thought my bad. go ahead guys. Okay. <laughs> what, if,
0: what if this is where we get the Jeff Jarrett Sammy Zane spot what if Theory starts to run out to cash in on Roman or Brock Sammy gets in the way of that Jarrett comes out and gets Sammy out of the way of Theory because Jarrett's the office man, right? And he works on behalf of mm-hmm. Vince and Theory's Vince's chosen boy and, you know what I mean? Like, you could then work a, work an angle there where Jarrett's an opposing force. Ooh!
1: What about a, a fast I think That's oh, where I my it. point was going to. Because, um, like, uh, just to keep on pointing that out, right? Like, yeah. to keep on throwing that, like, Oh yeah after that that major match I got that that briefcase that I'm gonna catch in like to keep on saying that like there's no yeah. again no off factor no oh my gosh it, it what if it happens this one or what if it happens this one it's like you keep on telling us this is the moment this is yeah. the time and for us to have that beast of a match that beast of a match That they're going to whip each other's ass in that kind of match. It's a last man standing. And Uh can we, either one of us say, I can see Brock being laid down for 10 seconds. No. Can either Uh one of us sit there and say, I can see Roman Reigns getting beat down for 10 seconds. No. None of them, you can sit there and say, I can see him being laid out for 10 seconds. So that match right there, the Battle of the Witch, and then to sit there and have a cash-in by theory? Come on, man. It, it, it just, you can't pull that over on the people, and that was my point a bit. Thank you, kid. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, also, if you have Jeff Jarrett in the in the other match as their guest referee, he could come out in the main event too and suddenly be ref there, right? Make a big stink out of what he's doing, you know? I don't
2: know. Oh yeah,
3: because he's not gonna be the ref there.
0: Not at the main event. Unless he's gonna be that, ref earlier in the night.
3: Unless they pull like a WCW NWO thing where the ref gets
1: knocked down.
0: That's what I mean. And, and then he comes running, running out. Jared's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Can see that." With the striped color good time. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then what about hey, he's have- what if he starts counting fast on the uh, ten count? One, two, yeah. three, four, five. Like trying to trying to get a dude yeah. out, and you're just like, oh shit, what's going on here? Like you can get some heat there.
3: Yeah. Well, see, and the, the other thing that I don't like is they keep talking about the last man standing being brutal, and yes, it is. You know, and they're like, you know, they're going to be down for ten seconds. And my whole thought process is, yes, but the winner is going to be standing there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it'd be a perfect time to cash in. Well, the winner's standing next to the downed opponent yeah so how is that perfect you know
0: because the idea is unless the winner's dominating like crazy yeah yeah he'll just be a lot slower we're gonna see some 9 counts before we get to a 10 count you know so the idea is gonna be like hey they're staying down for longer than 3 seconds they're
3: weakened yeah but I mean they can pull it off if Theory does catch down depending on how they pull it off it could be great Cause like, what if they do like a whole like, Seth Rollins music hits,
2: and they're like, what is he doing out here?
3: And then Theory comes from behind. Yeah. Because they tease that little, hey, let me, you know, come here, young blood, let me show you. Yeah. What's up? Like, you know, they can play it off several ways. They, there could be a whole like, what was it? The authority. Mm-hmm. Jeff, Jared well, works man, for. Care. You know, hey, they could they can do a lot
1: with it.
0: I'm Getting uh, pretty fucking hyped Seth, for Summer Sam right now. I'm be honest with you. Seth,
1: Barry. <laughs> I like to put Kevin Owens in there. You know, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: this is getting me all excited for Summer Slam. So I'm just gonna be pretty dope.
1: Like they can build a badass.
3: Like I, Shags, I've always cool. wanted factions. Like I've been faction hungry.
1: Me too, man. That's why we like, we're so man.
3: Yeah, Love factions. Like,
1: they could put a badass authority faction together like that. Come on, man! Like uh, authority slash co- uh corporate. What yeah, the corporation. Corporation, man! Like, man, that would be crazy because they would have guys like of stature of uh Sammy and uh, uh Kevin Owens and uh mm-hmm. Seth uh Theory. That would work. Keep that, that would work, and. and that's it, man, like those are his handpicked guys, and you know they they do his biddings and it's dirty work that can work, man. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm a huge faction dude too, um, and I think that will really be awesome. Or you can if, if you don't have Vince, you can have Triple H as like Triple the H guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't wrestle anymore and. That's unfortunate that he has that way. Mm-hmm. But like he had to retire, but um, yeah, like he can go ahead and lead that faction, and that will be something new. We need <laughs> refreshments. <laughs> I'm on board. Let's do it.
3: Yes,
1: you know, yeah. Cavs. We should be the writing team for WWE. <laughs> <you go>, <laughs> <I> Me and <laughs> you, man. crush crushing. We yeah. yeah,
0: we're pretty sure that Bruce listens, just based off of what yeah. we've seen in the past. So Bruce is a drinking buddy. We say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm in a lot of that. I'm in a lot of that. Uh, let's let's keep moving a little bit, though. I want to know what you guys are thinking of Lacey Evans.
1: Mmm, good one. <laughs> wow,
0: that was not the. Re- I did not expect that. That was a twist.
1: That was something I didn't expect. Something new. Refreshments.
0: Uh, the way you say refreshments is unnerving. Just kidding. That's
1: <laughs> what I do, man.
0: What, so what do you What, what do, do you think of the Everything. of this presentation of A.C. Evans?
1: You yeah, to me. Am I going yeah fight? sure yeah go ahead okay so you're one fucking rude at me <laughs> <laughs> almost gave you a rick play woo yeah yeah
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um yeah I like this I like this okay cause you remember we was talking about this and I was bored with it I'm like oh come on with this alright man what are you doing I, I understand y'all trying to get the sentimental value going on alright interesting twist there interesting because she wasn't getting that feedback she wasn't getting that sentimental value and what perfect way but to make her a heel and say oh yeah I don't appreciate that I just poured out my heart to all of you for six seven eight weeks straight (coughs) I gave y'all my story you I don't appreciate that oh 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 screw that i'm I'm out of here yeah, awesome yeah. job lacy awesome that's what I'm talking about something new refreshment <laughs>
0: and I think too that this is the most comfortable she's ever sounded on the mic. She's coming off real smooth on the mic, like she's always been a decent talker for sure. But I feel like this version of Lacey's coming off real natural. Like, it's fucking cool. That's what I felt like.
3: Shake, Shake sounds
1: like a Mentos commercial. Yeah, he does, dude. They, they gotta hire me, man. I'm trying to Mentos get Mentos Fresh I don't Shakes. Man. I'm hungry, y'all. Yo, I'm doing like seven shows on YouTube, man. I'm looking for the money, y'all. <laughs> Mentos, Skittles, all these yeah. Look, man. refreshments. <laughs> refreshments. I eat a bag of Skittles every every episode, man. Come on, y'all. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Give me the money. <laughs> Looking for a sponsorship over here. I really am, man. Yeah, sponsor, not sponsor. Let's
0: get some Mentos going.
1: yeah I at me, man. Refreshments. <laughs> no, y'all like that. I know that.
2: Uh, but
3: with Lacey yeah I you know like you guys said like the the baby face the you know look at me type of thing just wasn't hitting for her crowd didn't care about it so I'm glad that they didn't push it any longer I think you know twist it up turn her heel and you know basically just uh, F you to everyone. Like, I wouldn't be upset even if she joins
1: like Judgment Day or something like that. Right. Well, I think <sighs> she's bigger than that. I think she's getting bigger than that. She's getting yeah. bigger than the Judgment Day. I like the I like the um part where she came out and she didn't get the, uh, the 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 feedback that she wanted. so hold on, let me try again. Yeah, so she <laughs> <just> comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused when that
2: was
1: happening. I was like, what, what is know? she doing? <laughs> I was yeah. like, this. Yo, I swear, I sat there and I was like, this is genius. <laughs> so I was watching
3: and I was like, is this supposed to be during a commercial break? Like, you know, what the
1: fuck's going on here? It's like, no. Yeah. She do not like that that re- response, man. Yeah. That was something that I would do. You know? like, hold on. That wasn't loud enough. Wait, let me. I'll be right back. (laughs) Start my music over. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Awesome. I love this one. I'm glad they twisted it around because I was bored with it. And I was like, man, just get rid of her. And now I'm like, I need more. I need more.
0: I, mean, I also really like the uh, what what aliyah has been doing with it, although she hasn't been doing it as much I do think she's doing yeah. a solid job and I do yeah, think the little, that...
1: little things with it yeah because yeah. she's like like confused like what's going on I mean, like like yeah, you, know yeah. on. <laughs> you know what's going on know
0: what's going on Gunther' a fucking maniac I'm into him. <laughs> Beating the shit out of his own homie. <laughs> Just fuck you, Kaiser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm
3: waiting I'm waiting for the what is wrong
1: with me? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did I like that? <laughs> <laughs> When people was like, oh, poor him. He's being bullied. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you failed him. Yeah. You failed him. Well, now
0: you know. Now you know.
1: Man, Shay's got
3: some bent up, or bent up anger. I against do, him man. Yeah.
1: I do. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor crew. <laughs> poor crew. Better not mess up. Let me down. (laughs) (laughs) Chop.
0: Yeah, don't let Shakes down is what it turns out.
1: Straight up, man. I don't like it. (laughs) Let's
0: see. Uh, Anything on the New Day Viking Raider thing? I'm not sure where it's going necessarily. It'll probably be a good match eventually. I had a lot of fun with uh, New Day dressing up and doing their little segment. That was fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, it was just
3: typical Canadian New Day and yeah. like yeah I'm okay with it I think I think it's here to put the Viking Raiders over mm-hmm. you know give them a more of a push I'm not upset with that
0: yeah yeah I'm into it uh, which brings us to the top of Smackdown and then we'll talk Raw uh, right before the 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 opening promo right after I should say but before we get to it we had uh, uh, Liv Morgan and Natty have a match I thought it was a yeah. pretty solid match there was some pretty obvious miscommunications at certain points mm-hmm. um, which was kind of a bummer to see but overall I don't know maybe they just need to slow down at moments because I think overall they have good chemistry and I think that the stuff was looking clean when they hit it but there was yeah, a number of times where it looked like they weren't sure what they were doing. Yeah, you know.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of criticism on the Webbs. Yeah, and uh, it's tough when it's to me. It's tough when it's the champion. Like this was supposed yeah. to be like the top of the game and stuff oh, like that. Man, I'm so glad you said that.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean I, I was going to say I love both of them I think they're both great talents so if if it's like a missed spot here or there it's whatever but yeah I mean there's quite a few there and yeah. then I saw a bunch of people online saying well Liv can't wrestle so all it is is drop kicks and you're the champion and I'm like no it's not that bad but it's like some people are thinking that way
0: yeah yeah it was a tough match Yeah, you know. mm. uh what you gonna say shakes
1: um for one yeah that chemistry was way off that's for one for two <coughs> excuse me what Kev said um to be the champion and to make these mistakes was glaring cause to be the champion you gotta uh you're carrying the torch yeah. so you gotta be the best oh. As for you to still come up with these um bumbling, bumbling, uh, accidents, uh, you're just uncoordinated. It did not look well for uh, Liv in this match. Um, it, it made me realize how discombobulated she really actually is in the ring, and that's probably one of the main reasons why they held her back a lot in the um, past because maybe she, you know I mean, they felt like she wasn't ready, with all those fumbling, fumbling things. And now uh, having the title on her, is more glaring. It's the spotlight. is more on it. And you can just tell you like, oh, man.
0: I wonder if it's, it's the pressure going. of it. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that it, mm-hmm. it was worse this match than it has been before. That yeah, it's almost like there's one thing for the drive and to go for it and to be focused and making sure you're getting it right because you're trying to prove something. And I wonder if the pressure of being champ, and now there's a higher pressure of being good, that it's not like I'm working towards it. It's I have to prove this. And I wonder if the pressure is not something she's handling well as far as once the bell rings. Because I think the pressure outside of that, she's handling great. But even on the mic, I think she's doing awesome. But, yeah, there was a a lot of rush to miscommunication that makes me wonder if she just needs to slow down and take a breath and realize she can do this. Right, and don't right. don't sabotage yeah. yourself you know like
3: yeah. was it live that was talking about her anxiety before I, I can
1: tell i can tell she has some of it cuz i i yeah. suffer from some of it so i can tell when somebody gets over anxious Cause I, I get that way. Like when I'm very excited about something, like I'm just very jittery and, and I start to fumble and bumble. Even, even with my words, I start to fumble and bumble. So I can tell, I can tell she has some type of anxiety issues with her.
0: Yeah. She's just take a deep breath and slow it down. I think. Right. You know, just
3: know that and just do what got you to the dance. Like, yeah. Take a breath and be you just relax.
0: Yeah, because we've talked about it a bunch. Every match on the way here has been better than the last match, and she's been doing great, and it's been like a steady train of growth. And this match was, had a lot of stuff in there that made – and like you said, the spotlight is a lot brighter and a lot hotter when you're the only one in it. And so when you're the champion, yeah, I wonder if that pressure is, is a bit much for her and she needs to take that deep breath because she's got it. You know, She can do this. She's just – like you said, you can't shoot yourself in the foot, you know. And on the heels of coming in against a match against Ronda Rousey it's going to be a big deal, you know. Well, yep. Uh, Pat McAfee ripped apart Matt, uh, uh, Happy Corbin. Corbin did not come out because he says he has some sort of monkeypox from the fans. Checks out. Uh, when they replayed uh, Corbin attacking McAfee from the from the. From behind at the at Money in the Bank? Money in the Bank. Dude, I didn't realize till this go around of it, that looked like pretty fucking like they would have had to talk to security beforehand. He like grabbed him, ripped him over, and started like and went down. You know what I mean? Like if you're not watching closely, there was no reason to believe that wasn't some random dude beating the shit out of McAfee out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. it looked fucking real and vicious. And I was like, fuck, like
1: Definitely, and no monkey pox look mean. Like, what the hell was that? hell <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> was that? Yeah, dude, you never got monkey pox from some fans. No, bro, I don't, want, I don't even want to deal with that. <laughs> I don't even want to deal with that. That was disgusting. I was, ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: They'll sneak up on you. Go ahead, kid. Yeah,
3: I don't know, like. Yeah, when he showed his arms and stuff like that, I was like, ugh. You know? Right? But, I mean, the makeup guy, I hope it's makeup. I hope it's not a real thing. But, uh, I so. yeah, I mean, we did a killer job on that. And.
0: What if it was one of those uh, uh, allergy tests?
3: <clears throat> oh, where they prick you several times? Yeah,
0: were they prick you a bunch of times and see if, how it responds.
3: I thought they did that on your back.
0: They did it on my arm. Oh, really? When I got it, it was on my forearm, but it was years ago. Like, I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So, who knows what they do now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm,
3: you know, looking forward to SummerSlam. I'm not going to be, I'm looking forward to their match.
0: Yes, yes. I mean this, and this was awesome. And I thought, I mean, McAfee is such a fucking gem. He's so good.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Corbin going back and forth. I like them bringing up the old stuff. Yeah, awesome. yeah.
1: Being uh, roommates and teammates. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know that, and uh, that was I, that was awesome.
3: I do love being a fucking Arizona Cardinals fan that he like shit on the Colts being soft and that's why he went to the Cardinals yes, I, mean, I love that I ate that up I was like fuck yeah, yeah.
0: you're goddamn
2: right you're goddamn damn right
1: <laughs> <laughs> some
3: glory there yeah I loved it and yeah. also Corbin's shirt Money in the Bank the Wanna mm-hmm. Get Lucky shirt Mhm. Like, they need to make that a fucking shirt
0: they did dude they had a few of those Get oh, Lucky shirts yeah yeah, yeah. Except
1: limited, limited offer.
0: I don't. Well, right now, if you go to the WWE shop, it's completely different than it was before. It's got just a fraction of the stuff on it, and nothing's been on the WWE auction site for almost two weeks. Like, oh, really? it looks like they're going through a massive website change, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: instead of what some companies will do is build an entire website on one server while they're using the current server, and then one day flip servers it looks like we're watching them rebuild it
3: Nice.
0: so so we just gotta go
3: keep checking it and when they fuck up and something's on sale for a dollar that's what i've been looking for
0: but they got i can't even find a clearance section anymore like remember how we looked just a couple days ago we saw all the clearance stuff nothing there is on clearance there is no clearance section like a bunch of that stuff is gone there's nothing under like bailey There's nothing under – like Sami Zayn has like one shirt now, and he had like three or four. There's no Pat McAfee shirts, none, which is crazy because two weeks ago they had like 14, you know. They had a bunch. They had like SmackDown, and they had fucking all the WrestleMania ones. They had the Make Opportunities Matters thing. Like it, it was a bunch, and now there's none. There's only three Cody shirts. So all the other like the hats and the sweaters and all that stuff's just gone. I'm telling you they're going through a massive overhaul and it's weird. So we'll see what happens on it. Yeah.
3: I'm on it right now and it's
0: looks like nothing. nothing.
3: Yeah. I put in Corbin, there's nothing. Yeah. It's
0: weird. Fucked up dude. Something's up. Something's up. We're trying to spend money and they won't let us. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah, there's
3: there's only take our money. (laughs) (laughs) There's only nineteen Cena things.
0: Yeah, yeah. It no,
3: uh, was
0: like 300. Uh, anything else on SmackDown? You guys want to talk some Raw? Yeah,
1: we can get the Raw. Pause. Yeah, give it to me, Raw.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> raw opened up with Titus O'Neil. It's the PR statement the of ambassador. the year. Yeah.
1: That the was ambassador <laughs>
0: Yeah. Producer lady was oh, asking me as we oh, are watching it, she goes, do you think this is like 'Cause of all this like this is a direct message to the stockholders. I was like, probably. <laughs> I don't know why else they would do this. Cause it was well, PR I, as I, fuck, dude.
3: hundred percent, but I just loved it because we've said it a hundred times that we watch wrestling to get escape the real world, escape reality for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. you know, jump into our little favorite little soap opera if you Yeah and like he said that he's like you know this is why we don't talk about politics
1: this is why we don't do that you know right right yeah. Like, fuck yeah and race and we're all religion, here just to have a yeah. good time yep yep put all that behind yeah. you all your mm-hmm. your religion your race everything put that up behind you Look, we're here yeah. to have a good time and i love yeah. that what daddy said that man that was yeah. that
0: was yeah. awesome yeah it's like said, Rock,
1: that's, you know, that's yeah. what it's been for like ever <laughs> since i've known it Yeah, it has been that way, Mm. you know. Good. Just put away
3: your differences. This is what we have in common. Mm.
1: That's a fact.
0: Build on that. Yeah. That's a fact. Yep. Yep. That's what we do here at the Die Bar of the IWC. We tell everyone their ideas are terrible.
1: Yeah.
3: Listen
0: to us and that's it. Just listen to us.
1: That's it, man. Yeah. hire us for the writing team. And give me the money, y'all see me yeah. I'm yes. working, man. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, after that, though, we did end up with uh, uh, Belair, Carmella, and Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch had a promo there. We ended up with the Carmella uh, Bianca match. I liked that they made the stipulation that she could lose it on count out, because then mm-hmm. shitty ass Marmy Carmella just kept trying to get her counted out. So scummy. Dude, this whole opening was awesome.
1: Just just weasel shit.
0: Yeah, weasel shit. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like when... It's uh... funny,
1: right? It's funny that she's doing things like that, right? Yeah. And then she got the back up on the commentator. Yeah, I am saying, Like, her husband is commentator. So he's just... He's egging it on, like... And then what's so crazy is, like, when he says something about her... Like she'll come back on the next show and say it like um this this week when she said uh what was it something he's a badass
0: yeah badass with a great
1: ass yeah and he said that the week before so I like that that yeah they like simpatico that's my new word y'all I love that. (laughs) but yeah simpatico I like that I like the fact that they are that
3: yeah I mean yeah. Like, you got Corey over there with her back and stuff, and, like, I love that, you know, because at first, you know, going back several weeks with the whole mask thing, and she was putting on that mask, uh-huh. and it was like, oh, I don't want to mess up my face, and like, you know, this is stupid, heel shit, you know, blah, 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 then, for just to be purely translucent that it was for her wedding, like, she didn't want a fucking black eye on her wedding and saying, cool that's you know and then Corey just dismissed it like oh i got that insurance policy we don't have to worry about that anymore and- which
0: is actually ties into their podcast i don't know if we mentioned yeah. it before but it was really funny on their own podcast bear with us someone had asked in one of their mailbag episodes what are you most excited about getting married to Corey?" and she goes it sounds really weird but i'm really excited to have company insurance She's been paying for my own insurance, and I'll finally be able to be on his insurance plan. Like, that was a big deal to them. So it was really funny that that even tied into the on-screen thing of, like, she's on my insurance now. We don't have to worry about it. I was like, that's so fucking – that's yeah. such an Easter egg for their true hardcore fans, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But at the same time, it also just ties in real life. Yes. Like, we're with <laughs> just insurance and stuff like that. That's a fact. You know, like Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, I don't think Carmella gets the credit she deserves by any means. She is so perfectly She's obnoxious. Good.
2: She's,
1: good. She's
0: good. I really the liked in the... Thing... She's Go a ahead.
1: true New Yorker, man. <laughs> That's what it is, man. <laughs> we had that the... ability, man. <laughs> the
3: only thing I want is I want Corey to cause her... Or to get involved in, like, a match.
0: Yeah, not him
3: in a match, but like him interfere.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I wouldn't be against that. Him take a bump or something, or cheat for her or something.
1: Not even just yeah, just or oh, pull a or oh, pull her out the ring when when she's in trouble yeah. or yeah, like she's about yeah. to get right. destroyed and he just yeah. he grabs her and covers her up with something like something funny yeah. that,
3: day, that day.
1: I, I agree. Or
3: or, or or like pull a bell air and instead of her, obviously using his hair, but like
1: use his uh. Headphones
3: wire to hold somebody's <laughs> leg back or something, or you yeah. know, trip them up like yeah. something. Yeah,
1: save her in some type of way. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Uh, that's a that's a husbandly type of thing. Like do. yeah,
3: like for yeah on Rob this past week, how hilarious would it be where, hey, count outs matter, and you see Corey literally like holding Bianca right. or
0: stand in front of her for a second.
3: Yeah
0: like, like no You're not going yeah. anywhere Yeah or like yeah. If he had like Just <laughs> dropped Like thrown a pencil Over the sign And he goes Oh guys hey, I've dropped know my know pencil it, I have to also, go get it And then also, now He's standing in front of her
1: You know what <laughs> yeah. Also been cool If he had done that Right And Ooh. then um, Bianca's husband Came out And wiped him out wow. <laughs> That's what I
0: mean Like he could take A single bump And then like End up saying Like I've learned my lesson You know what I mean Like
1: Yeah uh, Just wipe him out I talked to the powers
3: To be And they told me I can't do that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you won't be
0: seeing that anymore. I've learned my lesson. I've been properly chastened by my boss. Like, yeah. uh, I also really like the Becky think... Lynch promo where Bianca comes out and she goes, "This is not the Becky Lynch comeback story," and Becky just goes, "Yes, it is. Like,
1: yes, it is." <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, we're in yeah. my comeback story already. Yeah, and that you know, and you hold up the belt, and it's like you're absolutely right. She lost to you in what, 16, 26 seconds? 26, whatever. yeah. 26 seconds, yeah. yeah. Lost to you and then came back, and now she's the champion again. Yeah, you really in her comeback story, so mm-hmm. I, I like that back and forth. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that
0: was dope. What do you think about the match coming up? Some people are saying they, they want it to have a stipulation. I saw one person speculate that they uh, thought you could do two two out of three falls match. Final victory can go to Bianca in less than 26 seconds, so that way the story kind of comes full circle in a sense take away that bragging right I don't know if that bragging right hurts Bianca as much as it helps Becky Lynch's psychosis so I don't know if I want that I part gone you know <clears throat> what I mean uh, like I don't know if I needed to have a stipulation but maybe it would be nice for some sort of stipulation to kind of like really put a bow on it
3: I mean I think a two out of three I think that would be kind of especially if she beats her under the 26 seconds on one of the falls crying. What
0: if Maybe they the both did it back-to-back? Back? What if the first one, Becky gets another 26-second victory, second one, Bianca gets up and gets herself a, a fast victory right after that, and then now we have a proper 15-minute match for the third
1: fall?
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not a you, idea. It <laughs> is, but but I, yeah, I could
3: see is. a bunch of people
1: complaining about Yeah, I could see a bunch of people know, saying how oaky it is. Yeah. I don't know because I mean, it it, it allows you to keep that, um, that twenty six thing like a really relevant thing, right? The twenty six seconds mm-hmm. is really relevant. It keeps that, and then what it also does is, um, it gives you oh my gosh she did it again type of moment, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm mm-hmm. talking about in your your scenario, Marsh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, right, to have beyond go be a quicker right then you can say mm-hmm. okay well now I have that well I, well I beat you in 26 seconds well I pinch you in 10 right yeah. like like you that, beat the clock that, challenge exactly yeah. right and then like I yeah. said the, the the final ball will be that fi- you know 15 minutes so I think it's like I said I think it's genius
2: Marshall. Yeah. yeah yeah I am Book it oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah I thought Bianca and Carmelo was, was a great match fantastic uh, let's see Kevin Owens show I was going to talk about the return of Kevin Owens his new t-shirt is amazing Kevin it's Owens rules either. also pandas <laughs> It's badass dude I love that shirt I'm waiting for that to go on sale that's why I was on the shop last night I was looking to see if there was any chance it was on sale
1: <laughs> it is
0: amazing <clears throat>
1: Yeah, what, I, know. I thought
3: I, I, thought I was missing something. But what's the, the relevance of the panda?
0: He he just likes pandas. <laughs> okay. Like I didn't know if
3: he had like a panda tattoo, like he like does pandas. like a T rex <laughs> like,
0: One of the, one of his tattoos is a panda, and someone had asked him at one point why the animals, and he goes, "Because animals are awesome" or something. And he's like, "Because pandas rule." And there was another time on the Indies, I think, that someone said something about. Something And he had made a comment about how pandas are awesome. Like he just has thrown that out there year after year. And so I do think that there was, it does come off or did he tell the story? I, we should look it up. Cause I feel like it either came off this way or he said it literally in an interview where they asked him if he had any ideas and he goes, I don't know, Kevin Owens rules. Then he goes also pandas like as like kind of a joke to them. And then they actually like ran with it.
1: Like yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's yeah. It's awesome. And um <laughs> for his return, um you know, a couple of things. Um for one, it's funny that he's like, Oh, I took time off to get my mind right because, you know, the whole Ezekiel thing, so I I was I was dying laughing off of that. Mm-hmm. But it it kinda poke jab of what I was saying, like I'm like he was supposed to try to go for the money in the bank slot and yeah. he wasn't there so like i'm like when it first happened i was like something fishy fishy with that like mm-hmm. i didn't know what was going on whether he was like on tour somewhere else or he had other obligations i don't know but like why would you miss an opportunity to be in a money in the bank match that was that was you yeah, that one I thought
0: he gotten like sick or something like that and couldn't okay. couldn't do it.
1: Yeah. I knew it was something. I knew it was something
0: fishy.
1: Yeah. I think but um yeah, great great return though. I great think Justin
0: to. Time had a big issue with him saying he was over it with the Ezekiel thing. Uh I did not. I thought it was a great way to move on from it. If I'm being honest, just because of, because of the silliness of the thing, it was one of their most brilliant storylines that was super meta in that. This is how people are about rebrandings. This is how the fan base is when they do just try to give someone a different name and a new look to try to revamp their career. But at the same time, how does that always end? All right, fuck it. He's going through. You know what I mean? Like at the, at the end of the day, the fans just accept it after a while. It was like, it was an imperfectly done meta story of the struggle between WWE rebranding a character and the IWC's resiliency to want to accept it. And then the fact that eventually they just do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know well, really you could have no done choice. it perfectly. Yeah, because you have no choice. Fuck it. Yeah. And right. Shut the fuck up and watch yeah shut the fuck up and watch dude everyone I see who still refers to Gunther as Walter or the fans chanting Walter I feel like is so disrespectful to the talent because it really comes across like I don't give a fuck about you or your career or what is maybe your idea or what you're doing moving forward but I want everyone to know that I know that you used to do something else that wasn't working you know what I mean Right. Well, like, when they used means, to chant Husky yeah. Harris at Bray, they used to chant Husky Harris at him. And you're like, this cannot help their career moving forward. you refusing to well, accept Harris, a new branding.
3: Well, Husky Harris didn't, like, take off. Walter was an entity. Walter, was, Sure.
0: But I'm saying that... Know,
3: wasn't a thing. And I, I agree with you that yelling or chanting their old thing is like a slap in the face to them now. Like, yeah. hey, I don't give a shit what you're doing right now. Like, I don't like it or whatever. I don't respect it. But I did like what you used
2: to do.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying? It's you not know. even always that. They used to you're chant right. Husky I'm Harris at I'm Bray because it was a refusal to accept oh. that he was trying something new to make yeah. his career work.
1: That's what you know what I mean is mm-hmm. a lot of times people mm-hmm. are afraid or don't like change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, just for example, just a quick example, right? Um, we went from spaces on Twitter to YouTube. We still have some defectors, that, defectors. that's like, oh, well, you should still be doing spaces. I'm not going to listen to YouTube because you should still be on spaces. It's like, bro, we made our transition. You like our content? Just listen mm-hmm. to us, bro. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. So... Yeah. You Know, yeah, a lot of times people are afraid or don't like change. So when you do change it, and even if they didn't like that character before, now that you changed it, they're like, Oh, no, no, I remember, I know you're Walter, you're Walter. Ain't nobody was embracing Walter like that, and now, now he changed it. Is come on now, that's what the it only, is. With me. The only thing I think would be cool is I don't know if they did it with.
3: But I know like uh, Who was it Samoa Joe They would chant like you know Joe's gonna kill you or something like that Oh yeah I think it'd be cool if you You know and Samoa Joe's a bad example But if you Whatever their chant was before For Walter If you then incorporated the chant And then also changed the name to Gunther Like if they said Walter's gonna kill you Now it's Gunther's gonna kill you Yeah I think that'd be cool
0: well, there was a little time in NXT where he was going through the Gunther change where he did – the crowd did start going, Gunther, Gunther, the way they did Walter. Mm-hmm. And I remember pointing yeah. out that how cool it was for them to be embracing it that way. The NXT crowd seems to be a little bit more open to embracing the change because even um, Kaylee Ray went through a name change of Alba Fire, and then they started chanting, you know, Alba Fire, clap, clap, clap. Um, Roxanne was Roxy on the thing and they were chanting Roxanne the same way that the indies would chant Roxy. It's just one of those things where you could or you could be a dick and say, I'm going to try to stalt your career too. Because at the end of the day, whether it's their idea or whether it's the office's idea or whatever you want to call it, if the crowd is responding in a way that is against what they're trying to do, they'll just stop doing it. They're not going to go back and say, you're right, crowd, we'll give them an old name back. They're going to be like, okay, yeah. you can't get this new thing over, we're done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not helping their oh, forward yeah. momentum.
3: Yeah, and the crowd just, you know, in general tries to hijack shows. Like, look at me, yeah, I'm yeah. here, They're listening to me and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, but it, it also goes to like Shinsuke. You know, mm. I heard the whole reason why they, you know, Shinsuke had his music and originally when they added the the lyrics you know, or the music video, whatever you want to say, was because Vince didn't like the crowd chanting along to it.
0: Yeah, singing it, or singing along.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, it is mm. what
0: it is. Yeah. Just watch. Yeah, watch and enjoy, and you know. Yeah. And the other thing Shut is, like, up and watch. I do think people think they're supporting these people when they chant something old like that, but you're not. You're actively mm-hmm. hurting them, and it's crazy.
3: Yeah. The only thing I can think of is the fan you know, chanting like husky hairs and saying, Hey, I've been a fan of you since then. Like
0: I think man, people feel that way. I see a lot of people still refer to Sami Zayn as generico. Yeah. And you're like, He's I didn't gonna...
3: think it was hilarious. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I did think it was hilarious that the uh when Sami Zayn was on commentary, that that one guy in the front row had the Dream Match shirt on.
0: Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
3: And he's like right behind Sami Zayn. I was like, that's fucking
2: hilarious.
0: That's great. Uh, but even then, Sami (laughs) Zayn has gone out of his way a number of times to give nods, but create a separation between Generico and Sami Zayn. Those are two different entities. And that's what Mm that the I mean, that's what half of that shirt is is can you imagine if the fabled generico that no one knows what happened to as he disappeared into Tijuana were to go up against someone of a similar style, like a Sami Zayn, right? Like the joke of it being that he separated them. Uh, mm. Kevin Owens has gone out of his way to separate them. In that one, um, I think it was Kevin Owens' like Chronicle or something like that, or maybe it was just about PWG in general. Like Kevin Owens goes back to the old PWG uh, location before they tore it down because they hadn't, they'd, like, had to rebuild it or whatever. Um, I think mm. it was in Reseda or whatever. But they go out there... And, and while he's in there, he he refers to Sami Zayn. And then when he's in that venue, he talks about his matches he had with El Generico. But he never talks about them in the same way. He talks about them like they're different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they've gone out of their way to protect the El Generico character different from Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn's gotten all of his success through Sami Zayn. So for you to be all like, hey, there goes Generico. You're like, are you really supporting who he is and what he's doing? Or are you trying to come off super smart and coming off kind of actually disrespectful of not supporting what mm-hmm. he's doing now? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I read too much into it.
3: No, I mean, it's it's the same thing as, you know, once again, the whole irony behind uh, Elias and Ezekiel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I still want, speaking of that, I still want Ezekiel, Elias... To sit in the front row, even if it's just a pre-show, and then them walking up to him, like, "Oh, why are you sitting here, Ezekiel?" And, oh, I'm Elrath.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time. I'm actually El. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be great. And he could be wearing the uh, Ezekiel Elias shirt. that says, "I'm not Elias," or it has a picture of both of them. That yeah, shirt. Yeah, exactly. He could be wearing that shirt and be like, oh, I'm Elrod, you know, just supporting yeah. my brothers.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Damien Priest, Rey Mysterio, Dominic, that whole segment, Dominic said he's going to join. Damien Priest says it doesn't work that way.
3: Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I got excited when Dominic said he was going to join. I thought
2: it was like a old school,
3: like, jump in gang style type of thing. Yeah. All right, um, you're one of us now. And yeah. I was like... I was like, alright, cool, I'm feeling this like, and then, you know, it doesn't work that way, you should have hit your dad with the chair and blah 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 I don't know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Like we
1: did our dad <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That would have been
3: hilarious if they said that <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: But I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Dom in uh, Judgment Day but
1: then again, I just want factions with more than three people with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's eventually it's going to happen, but that's the thing about it. Um, when they did this like that, like I agree with you, Kev. I'm like, oh, okay. Like that's the way they're going to present him to be with the with the the whole faction. Mm-hmm. But then they was like, no, mm-hmm. you know, and then I was like. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. He man, you just, you just dropped the ball on that, man. Yeah. But, you know, again, maybe, you know, he, he's going to really turn on his father. So I think that that's probably what See, they build him up to.
3: Right? I don't want that, though.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that would have been more better. Like, I would have understood that because, yeah. like, he was actually doing it to save his dad. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, now it's like, okay.
0: How badass would yeah, have been just, if he cracked his dad with the chair and was crying the whole time? Just like my friend, like friends. old yeller stuff. Bust,
1: bust my dad in the head like my friend. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just screaming, "I'm sorry" as he's beating the shit out of him, face red. I'm just sorry. Saying, yeah,
3: yeah, I was say, "Do the Shawn Michaels, I love you." Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just like making everyone feel super uncomfortable, like Finn Balor and Damien Priest are looking at each other, like, "Fuck, man, this is like." This is, this is fucked up, what we just did. Yeah. And... Like, they have to, like, come away. Like, that'd
2: yeah. be
0: hilarious. Yeah. Like, keeps... Damian Priest, like, lays on the back of him, lays on Ray's back, and he's like, just stop. That's enough. Yeah. You're Happy in. You're in. Forget it.
2: Happy anniversary, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to kill him. Stop it.
0: Yeah. Jesus. I'm interested about it though I do want to see how it plays out you think there's any chance that they have Ray turn on Dom and join Judgment Day
1: oh wow I mean would that'd it, be, that, that would be a twist be, yeah <laughs> that would be a twist that would be, would it be refreshing. it be would, refreshing it wouldn't be good for Dom though <laughs> it wouldn't
0: be good for Dom it would be bad for Dom <laughs> that's a good point Dom needs people around him yeah. what do you think about those videos that they're doing uh, that look like it's Edge coming back you think it's Edge? I'm positive it's been Edge the whole time. It's 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 showing like stuff from Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, yes. the Dudley Don't Boys, go. the Hardys. Uh, they Cena. just showed, yeah, Cena, Seth. Foley, Seth Rollins was in at this time. Uh, um, yeah, it's all of Edge's classic matches. Undertaker was in one of them. Like, I just think it's absolutely Edge. One person I saw said, okay. Probably it's Edge, but what if Edge isn't alone? Okay, well then that could be interesting, if Edge comes back with somebody. And he was writing Christian. in blood on that mirror that said, I'm coming too, and then it stops there. And so, like, I hope it says get some, because that's an Attitude Era thing. Remember?
2: Yeah. Bruce. Come.
0: Yeah. come
1: get some.
0: Come get some. I'm coming Him to get Christian. some.
1: And and Christian back? What the fuck, dude?
0: Brood 2.0? No, I don't need Brood. That's what that's what uh, House of Black is. Brood 2.0. We don't need it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is. Pretty much,
1: nice
0: I don't... I mean... I don't know. I think the videos are neat, but at this point, I kind of wanted... If I just coming back, let's go ahead and get him back. I don't know what it's going to look like. If he's going to head up his own faction to go up against Judgment Day, then I think that... But
3: then you need to it's make Judgment Day you. a fucking
0: dominant entity. That's what I mean. I was about to say it doesn't doesn't bode well for Judgment Day because they really have cooled off since Edge hasn't been in it, and they're just now starting to look like a force again. But they still haven't done much except beat up Ray once. They need,
1: they need about at least very, at very least one more member, but if you can add about two or well, three more guys. Now, now you're you Well, what
3: if. Yeah. It's. You know, Rhea comes back. Yeah. You know, she's healthy. And then it's Edge, Christian, and Lita.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or what if it's Edge and yeah, Jericho? Wow. Turns out oh, Jericho's wow. contract's up. I mean. <laughs> I don't think Gangrel signed. He'd actually bring back Gangrel.
3: But the bigger question is, do we
1: want Gangrel? Gangrel can't even walk.
0: Wait, he could spit blood still, probably. Probably better than ever, if I guess. guess.
1: <laughs> dang, man. He got more bow-legged as he got older, man. That's true. I've never true. seen that before.
0: Uh, let's see. Seth Rollins, Ezekiel. I remember thinking that was a solid match. They work well together. I yeah. don't know what we're doing, though. Nope. Street Profits, almost, MVP. Kind of pretty static on that one. If I'm I,
3: I was going to say, now that you bring it up again, I do like, and I think it's hilarious, cause especially the last couple of weeks that we've been kind of saying, you know, Dawkins isn't there, and, you know, forward is out shining on that they've like highlighted
0: Dawkins. They're trying real hard. Yeah. They're trying yeah. real hard to push people on Dawkins. <clears throat> I'm I'm not buying it, but you know, you're welcome to if you'd like. I just
3: think it's hilarious that we were like mm. you know saying it and then they're like, Well but well, wait, look at Dawkins.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh don't count Dawkins out. Like the man looks like a human mm-hmm. whoopee cushion. And he wrestles <laughs> like one. You know, like not into it. It's fine if you guys like it. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, I mean, but there's no other way for me to say I don't care. So
2: <laughs>
0: sometimes you're just inadvertently disrespectful. I'd shake his hand if I met him, but I'm not asking for a picture.
3: <laughs> I mean, do you think in 20 years we get lonely Dawkins? Like yes. Virgo?
0: Yes, we do. Probably shorter than that. Probably a starcast.
2: <laughs> by an guest. I just love how
3: quick you are with that response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. My sentiment exactly. Yeah,
0: he's gonna still be wearing basketball shorts and too many headbands. <laughs> People going to be walking by his table, and as they're walking by, he's going to be like,
2: yeah! Yeah! going to say,
3: in the corner by himself, yeah!
0: <laughs> you're, like, trying to take a picture with someone, you just hear it in the background. Like, you see, like, someone doing, like, those little, little interviews, you know, like, there's a little, like, for, like, a short little like podcast. Being like Mooney. Yeah, like a Sean Mooney thing. I'm just being like, yeah. I'm yeah. just over there like, oh, hey, look, I'm meeting John Mooney and in the background." you're like,
2: Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. What's that? What's in the background? Forget it, dude. I'm not talking about
1: it. don't. Worry about it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we, don't we don't acknowledge. It. <laughs> yeah. Shakes, are you? Uh... We don't acknowledge. Him, huh? Yeah, we don't acknowledge. Him.
0: Shakes, are you into, Are you? Are you liking Dawkins? Do you think that we we're uh, counting out Dawkins too early?
1: Um. Yeah, but I think that <laughs> I well, think you're that being nice. it's just the team. You know, I just think it's the team. I, I think him ah. going solo and, and the other guy going solo, and him being like a good guy, like him going into a, a Big E type of mode. You know, mm. I can see him in that. So, no, I think y'all are a little rough on him. I.
3: Yeah, I'm just joking. I'm throwing out jokes, but yeah. <laughs> but like I will say, they did, they have, or he has incorporated, you know, some new moves and like the he did does that 360 splash on the little uh, what's it the an Yeah. Go and with. you know, yeah, to show his, you know, he is athletic, you know, and. You know, hearing the sentiment from Ford saying, Hey, as long as I can, I'll be in this tag team and stuff like that. Is it, you know, blowing smoke up our ass or is he serious about it? To me, it seems like he's serious about it, so I'm okay with
1: it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to me, it's the fact not. that you say it makes yeah. me raise my eyebrow. Like, 100%. the fact that you have to acknowledge it and say, Oh, no, I'm going to be on this team. Well, then that means it crossed your mind and it crossed your head. Should I be on his team or shouldn't I? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: a
1: la LeBron James. Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, with to me with Dawkins and Ford right now is Dawkins has been who he has been for the past what two, three years, if not longer, mm-hmm. when you go back to the performance center and stuff like that. Whereas Ford has, you know, is like exceeding it, like he's now outshining him, even when he doesn't mean to. And you know his physical appearance, like he's put on a lot of muscle. And yes, I think that's the bigger thing. It's like, yeah. hey, one dude's trying and one dude's cool where he's at, type of thing. Right now, I feel
0: like that's true.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Hmm. It of... happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, look
0: at Otis and Tucker. That's what happens when you
2: go
0: to ASU. Yeah, That's an ASU thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Got right, you know, a lot of packages today. I had to go get, get that. Uh, oh. Got Amazon hey, Prime for free mail. for a month, and I'm going through it, you know? I'm taking every bit of that 30 days to advantage. Uh... Age of Styles vs. Theory was there with Dolph Ziggler. I'm liking all that stuff. The women's tag match was a mess, man. Even Corey Graves on commentary says, somehow, miraculously, this match is still going. Because in the middle of this tag match with Asuka, wait, Oscar, Dana Brooke, and Alexa against Nikki, ASH, Tamina, and Dewdrop the 24-7 title oh, yeah. comes into play and then everyone starts pinning each other on their own team or otherwise and other people and somehow Whoa. it didn't end the match like it was also fucking weird yeah
3: yeah that's what i didn't understand you know with the 24-7 spot happening it's like all right whatever um what's his name reggie won it cool or not reggie uh uh Zauer winning it first, right? yeah and you know, then he goes in the ring and it changed hands like five times. But meanwhile it's like both refs should have counted when one team was pinning the other one and then that ended mm.
0: everything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it didn't. It was weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I mean that's what they, it was all it was all a mess.
3: Yeah. They need to give that belt to truth and just be done with it. Like it's done. It's over. It's run its course.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you save it from... I mean, the other thing is like, they also said that that Dana Brooke was... They called her stupid. They said how do you enter this match and not get those rules set aside like we've seen a bunch of times during this match. Yeah, The 24-7. Like, so she looked dumb because we've seen it happen so many times we know it's possible. And then she didn't do it and they made the mess of match and they kind of blamed Dana for that and it's fucking... It was a weird mess. I like seeing all these women on TV. I do think they do a good job with what they're given, but I don't understand what we're doing here. I don't understand what's going on with the women's tag titles.
3: Yeah, it's, like this would have been a good women's tag title match.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you'd done Oscar Alexa you know, versus it. Nikki and Dewdrop that would have been great. Yeah,
3: or having a triple
0: threat put the other two together. Yeah, Dana and Tamina, they, why couldn't they team? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To
3: say, hey! I know we haven't seen eye to eye, especially with the twenty four seven title yeah. in between them. Yeah. Like, but hey, look at look at—we have a chance to work together and you know accomplish a common goal.
0: Yeah, and fuck a tournament, and just throw the titles in there. Hey, we're doing a triple threat. Yeah. The winner gets it. These are three teams we're putting together just because. Fuck it, we want tag team champions here. You know what I mean? Like, cause I know they said there'd be a tournament, but that's the last we heard of it. Was that there would be? Yeah. Do
3: you think that's where they throw it in at uh, Clash at the Castle?
0: No. No? I don't think they're throwing it in at any given spot. I just, I think they just are literally not thinking about it.
2: Yeah.
0: That's not what I want, but I just, I don't see or hear anything that makes me think that there's any consideration for those titles. Although, like you said, you could blend it with the NXT titles because right now, what's happening on NXT is Cora Jade and Roxanne won the tag titles. Cora turned on Roxanne the next week and then threw her tag title into the trash can and said, fuck this. And now on their website, it's Roxanne as one half of the tag team champions and the other half is vacant. So now they have a vacant half tag team championship. You could easily dissolve that And go into like a women's tournament for the WWE overall tag champions like they were originally, you know?
3: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because they were supposed to split, or not split, but they were supposed to be in all three brands.
0: Yeah, and you could easily pivot pivot to that now. For sure. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, The last thing I have here is the Miz and Logan Paul. Was there anything else that you think we're missing before we talk uh, Miz Logan Paul? Um No Yeah I didn't have a bunch I, I thought Raw was a little A little long winded this week Yeah, yeah lackluster. Yeah, it
1: was It
3: was
0: Yeah.
3: And as much as I don't like it You know there's You know a lot of chatter about hey Raw needs to go back to two hours And this is definitely one of those episodes where it's like yeah If you get an hour out Of yeah. this Like it'll be perfectly fine
0: yeah. yeah. I mean it started off hot too. I thought the women doing what they did up, up on the top of the show. I even thought the opening with Titus O'Neil was really nice. Like it started off and I was like, shit, this show's gonna be dope if we're opening with this stuff. And then right. it was really like petering yeah. off the yeah. whole time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It ran just, course. He just, he just, he just, it dried out. Yeah, it dried yeah. out.
0: Yeah. But speaking of petering out, we have the Miz and his tiny little blueberry balls.
1: Why do they keep on pointing this out?
0: They keep talking about his about his ball sack.
1: Right. I mean,
3: you don't need big balls to be a sharp shooter. He's got two kids.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. he got two kids. So we know at the very least, regardless of size of his balls, they are fully functional. Yeah. Small or otherwise, fully functional nuts.
3: Yeah, I mean. You... <laughs> fully functional. <No.
0: laughs> You can kill
3: an animal with
1: a shotgun or a twenty two. Yeah. It doesn't
3: matter.
1: You just got to fire that shot. Matter, as long as it gets yeah. the job done. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you just got to have your sights right, and you're done. You know, forget mm-hmm.
3: it. doesn't matter uh, the size of the load. It's going got to be accurate.
0: Do you think <laughs> that Logan Paul's doing a good job of going babyface here? Because I know that that's the whole deal here. We're trying to get people to cheer Logan Paul. I... I feel like he's trying real hard.
3: I think he is too. And truthfully, like I'm behind Logan Paul here. Like, I'm, I'm okay with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, I think he's, you know, for being so green and so unnatural in front or not used to being in front of a live audience, mm-hmm. you know, on the mic, like I think he's doing a great job. Sure. There's people that have been in this business You know, several years that, you know, don't have the quick, like, the chops to do what he's been doing. Like, hey, 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 stop that. Stop that now. Play this. Look at this. You know, I'm not saying he's, you know, amazing by any means, but for somebody out of his element and to be pretty natural on the microphone, like, I think this guy has a lot of talent. And if he wanted to invest, like, almost pull a Miz move and say, all right, I'm done with social media like I'm gonna be 100% in to professional wrestling I think he could
0: yeah I do think that's true shakes what do you think about what Logan Paul's doing here
3: nope Do we
0: lose him Do we lose shakes
3: also I like that Logan Paul was excited that he's in a video game
0: Was he, is that what he was saying was that what he was freaking out about
3: yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, he showed a video, and it was his entrance, and, uh, you know how he had that Charizard card? Yeah. And that little necklace? Yeah. Oh, he's back. So he, in the video, in the video game, he has the same necklace on, but the card in there is a Logan Paul.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I kind of like that. Um, they got him as a baby face because they try. I think that they're trying to capitalize off his social media popularity.
3: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: So you know, yeah, you know, I mean, it would have been great to have him as a heel, but it's even better to have him as a baby face and have these people rooting for him. Mhm. So. Well, I, yeah, I think I, you I, get I see the, what they think.
3: Casual and you also get, you know fans that aren't even casual fans in T Wrestling. I have a buddy that, you know, he knows I'm a big wrestling fan. You know, he knows like the big names like Hogan and Flair and Stone Cold and stuff like that. But he called me earlier today and we were talking about Logan Paul. And he's like, I've never, you know, you know, been a fan of him, but him against the Miz, like, that's pretty cool. That's interesting. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, you're getting the conversation out there again.
0: I think that's why I was interested in knowing what you guys thought of it just because Logan Paul's not a baby face in his life. You know what I mean? Like he's a social media megastar because people hate him. You know what I mean? Like people watch him and they're hoping to get him to catch him fucking up or get his ass kicked or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Like
2: yeah.
0: he's not a megastar because he's beloved, which is why I think it's interesting that he's trying to utilize WWE to get him in fan favor which if any company knows how to do that, it's WWE. Just look at the life story of Vince McMahon, <laughs> like, you know? So yeah, it's just interesting to me. I'm not saying he's doing a bad job or failing. I agree with you that he's really natural on the mic. I do feel like he's trying very hard. I think I'm so indifferent to the dude that I don't know that it's swaying me one way or the other, other than me just accepting it as a wrestling storyline where I go, Oh, Okay. They want me to boo Miz and cheer Logan Paul, and that's just kind of how I'm taking it and looking at it, whereas there's a lot of people who have feelings about him one way or the other, and is this working? I, I have no fucking clue. I'm checked out on that concept. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. So I thought you guys might have at least an opinion on it.
1: Yeah, like I said, it's it's great. It's great for them to uh, capitalize on their social media for them. Yeah. I think this is a good thing. Yeah. I so think
0: I, so too. I yeah. uh Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah, I think he's doing a good job. No what do you think about
0: Chompa being involved in there? Don't like it. I'm not digging Chompa as part of as being Miz's crony and looking like a little weakling.
3: I think if Champa yeah, Chompa turns on Miz at SummerSlam is we'll
1: the be in best a
0: good move spot Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, we'd be in a good spot with that. I can see that.
1: I kind of like him. Especially, I was going to say,
3: especially if Logan Paul's just a, you know, obviously not a once because he signed a contract. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to have a few matches. But if he's, you know, hey, I'm going to have a match here. Okay, I'm going to do something, you know, six months down the line. If you have Ciampa turn on Miz during this match, you can still have a running story of now Champa and Miz, yeah, and you don't need Logan Collins storyline anymore.
0: Yeah, that's true. What do you think, Shakes?
1: I, I kind of like him as a, a hired mercenary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, I if like if if it, it was working. It? Yeah, he's a bad mercenary. Yeah. Is yeah. our problem <laughs> yeah. is that he keeps we not admit. winning the matches.
2: Miz needs to get his money
0: back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ciampa's a waste of money as a mercenary, and that's my problem is that Champa was the most vicious dude in NXT and comes back from injury looking like he just got out of fucking seven years of prison, just jacked and old looking, and it was fucking crazy. And then now he's here as this hired mercenary for Miz, and he's highly ineffective, and it's. That's the bummer part. It's like, if he was coming out there and just like steamrolling these motherfuckers and winning every match against them, I'd be like, oh shit, Champa's a fucking force. And, but he's not. So I just want him yeah. away from Miz just because whatever it is, it's
1: it messing have it me. up. He should have had that Rusev effect. Remember when Rusev uh-huh. came in? Nobody mm. could stop Rusev. He should have yep. had that
0: type of effect. Yep, yep. I agree with that. Well, anything else in this week of wrestling that either you guys wanted to talk about? Shakes, I know that you and I will probably be chomping it up tomorrow a little bit at the dive bar of the IWC, talking about AEW and NXT. Uh, we are probably going to revisit Ric Flair's last match. I know uh, uh, Kev had some things he wanted to say on it. I probably will hear from whoever shows up tomorrow night on what they have to say about it. Uh, but was there anything else that uh, either you uh, thought we missed here, SmackDown Raw, news?
1: Uh, no. Just real quick, just a um thing that they're doing, uh, the intercontinental title, right? I I kind of like it, like where all these European guys are going for that title, cause it, it it says like it means something to them. Yes. You know what I mean? Cause it's an intercontinental title that's that's the title for their maybe their possibly well it is, but their country. So. Yeah. Um. I like that they got the European guys going for it. So. That's
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think Gunther makes an incredible IC champ. Oh, yeah. And we talked about it when they were here live that he was like the second to last match and I could have, I thought he might have been closing the show and I thought it was very fitting because I thought it made that title seem prestigious that he was so close to the end. And then the only match that was after him was Seth and Riddle. Like, I, do, I did feel like we didn't know he was showing up when he did. It felt like, it felt like, oh, shit, the champion's here. You know what I mean? Like, it felt big.
3: So. It's champ is here.
0: Yeah. champ is here.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I don't think I have anything else unless you guys do.
3: No, I'm
0: good. You guys ready for last call? Do
2: it.
0: No Shakes, let people know where they can find you to hear all of your shakedown on uh on the other sports did he freeze yeah my really internet
1: is fucking up right now But that's an
0: unfortunate spot to yeah. freeze
1: good am I good yeah, right you're there yeah, stable you're now, now. Yeah, okay alright yeah alright <laughs> alright yeah my internet out here is poor I see so anyway right um the Shakedown Sports Podcast on YouTube um, check that out also check me out Um, check out my articles on jerseysportingnews.com um do I be writing for them too uh all over UT man Just put in Shakespeare's Montana and you probably can find me if you more like me you will mm-hmm.
0: Kevlar lives off the grid but if you want to tweet at him at Kevlar on the Rocks Probably retweet you back with some sort of disgusting gif. Uh, Otherwise, you can find him right here in the dive bar of the IWC, where you're going to be able to find the rest of us. I'm at Marsh. This is at WOTR, the show. uh, And we'll see you tomorrow night for a brand new episode one, right here in the dive bar of the IWC. That's the last call, guys. Cheers.
2: Hey producer Lady here, thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I and subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rock.